Hello and welcome back to the Road Trip Playlist Podcast. My name is Thomas Darrow and I am your host. I am glad to be back with you with a new episode. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with the band Almost Monday. This week I have Joe P on as a guest. Joe was part of the popular band Deal Casino, which he started with his friends in high school and toured around the world with and played all sorts of cool shows and um, really became and, and got a pretty good fan base and around the time of the pandemic, the band was starting to see kind of the start of the dissolution of the band and the pandemic only accelerated the eventual breakup. And Joe started writing and releasing music solo and sharing as he was writing songs on, on TikTok. And it got millions of views in a matter of weeks and quickly and he grew to 300,000 followers in, in just months. And during that time, he was he was sharing the writing process of songs and fans were already waiting and clamoring for this new song before it had even been, been finished and fully written by Joe. And it was fun to talk to him about that and what TikTok has done and, and how it's gotten people excited for his music, but also helped launch his solo career and what, what being a solo artist has meant to him so far far and and yeah it's fun he 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 his favorite place to play is is the venue that i grew up going to and have gone to a lot of shows at with kilby court and it was fun to talk to him about that it was a it was a we waxed nostalgic and in that conversation is as that's where i started to first realize my love for music and joe has a crazy love for music to the point where it's funny in the interview where he will not friends will invite him to go out and he doesn't like it because he could be at home writing music instead of being somewhere else and it's a great interview i really enjoyed this conversation joe has a new single out called all day i dream about which you can listen to with the link in the description and i encourage you to listen to it wherever you listen to music and yeah see him on tour this fall supporting spacey jane if he comes to your city and i hope you enjoy the conversation i hope you enjoy his music stay tuned for more after a quick word from our sponsor Dude, it's good to be with you. Uh, welcome to the Road Trip Playlist podcast. I like to start out just simple with asking what's on your Road Trip Playlist. What are you listening to? Oh, wow. Um, what am I listening to? I've been listening to a lot of like older kind of stuff um, just for the recording aspect of it. So like a lot of like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin kind of stuff. Interesting. Um, yeah, like weird because it's almost like you only listen to that music, it seems, in like you know, someone's uncle puts it on and it's like, yeah, this is like the perfect thing, you know, which is cool. Uh, but it's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that I was like, let me listen to it like as music that I'm listening to. I've never really done that. So I, I like, I've been listening to Frank Sinatra in a way that's kind of like, you know, the way I would listen to like, a, you know, a Radiohead album or something where I'm like, let me listen to like what's going on and like this part of the song and, you know, the recording. And um, yeah, I'm really into just like drums, like big old like big band swinging kind of drum sounds and stuff where um you know it just sounds like it's really in the room happening and stuff like that so i've, I've been into that weirdly enough um a lot of like james brown so i don't know i've just like been going back to a lot of cool stuff from like the 60s and 50s and stuff like that and uh roy orbison so yeah i, I didn't even notice until right now but i've just been like <laughs> deep in this like old school thing right now um but uh, yeah, that's that's I'm kind of just trying to go back really far and, and listen to things. And all that music, I think it's because 
like I was saying, it's always, it seems that it's always used in such specific, like, you know, it's in the movie at the part where they're like, yeah. something cool happens or like, you know, like there's always <laughs> like a use for it that almost like distracts you from the song or from yeah. the person like, or the recording or anything. So uh, I've just been kind of, yeah, like I've been trying to like listen to it in a different way. Yeah. No, that's cool. And did you say that it's helping you like kind of inspire as far as recording goes for you? Definitely. Yeah. Like that's the thing I'm, I'm seeing it kind of happen in real time. Just like anything I'm recording, I'm trying to, you know, like drums especially are really right now. It seems like everyone does the like dead drums or splatty drums or, you know, more hip hop style drums. Um, when it comes to like a rock song, I guess you could say, um, so, which is cool and they sound good, but I've just been trying to like, you know, like let the drums kind of sound like that old swinging, like big band wow. kind of stuff, because like, it's just not, you don't hear it a lot. So it's really just like, I'm doing it uh, not to like, just do something different, but really like, I just want to kind of hear what can be done with that on a rock type song and not like a jazz thing or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to like apply that, which, you know, like Tim and Paula is like, one of the best examples of someone who does that like the drums are such a big part of his production but um it's less like you know it's more that music itself kind of also is uh it's less about the song and more about like the vibe of the whole thing you're experiencing you know where yeah. what i try to do is make a song like a good three minute song you know so i'm trying i'm just trying to apply those kinds of types of uh recording and production styles to like a pop rock song i guess so yeah. it's uh yeah definitely no, that's awesome, man. Um, I wanted to also note like that, like part of my road trip playlist, I, I live in New York, so I don't, it, it's the, oh. the name of the podcast has changed because I don't take as many road trips, but yeah. um, you've been, you've been constantly on these playlists that I've been oh, listening to you. since I saw you and I saw you last month in Brooklyn elsewhere opening for Joyway. Oh, cool. And awesome. I think one of the biggest compliments I can give an artist is when I see them as an opening act and it, it makes the headliner less exciting is yeah, like, yeah. is where you left the stage and I was like, no, like I wasn't done, like come <laughs> right. back. And I remember you making a joke that you were like going, this was your last song or something. And I was like, no, no one wants you to leave. And like, I remember people around me booing because they didn't want you to leave the stage. And that's so funny. And yeah, so how's, how has the live experience been for you as a as a solo artist great i mean i love um to me that is truly like what it's all about is like a live show is the most fun part of doing anything related to music for sure um because you kind of turn that is truly when you turn off and you just go and you you know you just play and i look up and it's been 40 minutes or whatever but it feels like five and <laughs> you know like you're truly just like not thinking about anything else it's very very cool um Whereas when you make music, you can get in your own head. You think about, oh, are, gonna, are people going to like this? Like, oh, is this too rock and roll? Is this too, like, soft? Like, you know, you come up, you, you can come up with so many things to, like, get in your own way. But, um, yeah, I just really, uh, I've been loving it. And, like, the people I threw together to play with me are just kind of, like, the only friends I have and people I know. So I'm just kind of <laughs> like, hey, like, you know, and, and like, so Tony plays bass and he's also the like video guy. He does, he shoots and directs every single video I've ever done in my whole wow. life. So I was just talking to him one day about like, who can I get to play bass? And it was just kind of like, dude, you have a bass, right? Like it, it's very <laughs> like, it's very just like crazy, like, you know, scrounging together, whatever, you know, we could find. But then in doing that, like, I, I love it more because it's like the foundation of it is like friends and just kind of like, you know, we have fun 
you know, without playing music. So it, it's been kind of nice and everyone's really good and turned it out. It turned out that like, it was the perfect kind of like group to put together. Um, and it's been cool as a solo artist. It's cool because like, um, I was always in like a band type thing. So it was very like, everyone is very like, uh, has equal input, you know what I mean? And like yeah. everyone would, which I still like love that thing of collaborating, but, um, yeah, it's a little more like everyone's looking at me like, what do you think we should do here? What do you want to do? And I'm like, <laughs> shit, like I gotta, I can just kind of say whatever and it's going to happen. Like that's yeah. kind of weird. Uh, but in that happening, it's like, I think being in a band uh, taught me like, and then going to the solo thing, it taught me how to do that the right way now where it's like, even if you have all of the like say, I'd still, I still like to, you know, your best move I think is always to like get as much input as you possibly can because yeah. you know like anything else it's like if i work on a song down here in my basement for like 10 days eventually i'm too close to it and i don't even know what it sounds like anymore because i'm way too close to the process so um it's nice to get someone else to come in and go oh let me hear it and then you know you need to do that um so it, it's kind of nice now doing that in a way that i don't have to do it. it's not like a band where it's like everyone has to get their say or someone's gonna get upset it's more just like I can kind of, I know when to stop and go, let me ask someone what they think we should do here. And mm-hmm. oh, we should extend this part live. I, Cause I just love when people, um, I think people are at their best when they feel, you know, like super comfortable and just super mm-hmm. like, you know, doing whatever they naturally want to do. So if someone, I want someone to be able to feel like they can say, Hey, I think we should like make this part longer. And like in the live show, like let's extend the bridge, whatever. Like, and I can always say no, but I think that's, what's cool is knowing that I can say no or yes is what makes it so like everyone feels open to just yeah. kind of like, you know, there's no, there's no rules, which I kind of love. Um, but yeah, so it's been, it's been great. It was really cool. And funny enough, that show was like the one show on the tour that was like, it felt the like stiffest in the sense of like every, you know what I mean? It's like a classic, like Brooklyn yeah. kind of show where it's like everyone in the audience is like dressed cooler and yeah. is cooler than <laughs> the person on stage. So, you know, like, and I think we played in like Florida the night, but you know, not the night before, but you know, like leading up to that. So you literally go from just like playing for people who are like, Hey, this is great. We're just happy you guys are here to like, let's see what you got, you know, which yeah. is cool. Especially as, a, as an opener, like I would rather That's be an cool. opener in that scenario than a headliner just cause like, it's the same thing for a headliner you have to kind of like earn everyone's kind of there not for themselves but they're kind of like this is new york like we have a lot of fun shit we can do (laughs) yeah so like we're here you better be really good you know what i mean which i love that i like i kind of like that challenge you know so Yeah. yeah that's funny man i i know you said this is your favorite part i i i laughed when i was reading interviews of, that you've done in the past that your favorite venue is um kilby court in salt lake city that's where i'm from yeah. i grew up like oh no way to, i've gone to hundreds of shows at kilby court i i was part yeah. of the street team putting up posters like back in the day and so tell wow. me about kilby court i imagine that's where you went with uh, your old band deal casino or I don't know, yeah. when went, but, but yeah, that place, um, I have to make mention of it. It's dude. It's great. It was just like, um, I don't know. I think I've played there two times and it was just like, maybe even just once, I think I may have only played there one time. <laughs> it, it, it's just like, I don't know. There was something about it to only play somewhere once. And I always bring it up or always think about it means something because like, there's something about Salt Lake city in general. So the first time I ever played in Salt Lake City technically was some other venue where there's like a giant pole on the stage. Do you know that? It's bigger than Kilby Court. It's a little more legit, but it's like the stage is pretty high and on the stage, there's like a post 
that's going up into like the ceiling. Um, I just, and it's right on like a main street. Like whatever. Uh, or sound well? Like sound well could be it. I'd have to look it up. I don't know. I played there with the Rex like a couple okay. years ago. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was uh, that was like the first place we played. And even that was like, still, it's the same thing. It's not so much the venues. It is Salt Lake City because it's just like, it's the opposite of Brooklyn yeah. where everyone's <laughs> like, this is great that someone's here doing something. Like, <laughs> we're so happy. We're just here for the music. Like, we're not trying to, we're all equal here. Like, let's just have yeah. fun. And it's like, that feeling is like, oh, that's what it's all about. Like, literally every show should aim to be like a Salt Lake City show. And Kilby Court just specifically had has this thing that's like you get there and you walk in you're like this is kind of crazy this is like a it's like made out of like tin there's like you know what yeah. i mean it's like it's like what the this isn't this doesn't even make sense from like audio like it doesn't make sense um and then like it's just fun it, it i don't remember like most venues you walk out and you're like you know as a band or as an artist you think like oh like how is the sound or anything i don't even remember thinking about that because when it's done you're just like we could have been in a basement or we could have been in Madison Square Garden. It didn't matter uh, because the show was so fun. And people might, might not even necessarily know you. Like you could go there as an unknown. Yeah. And it feels oh, totally. like the best show, you know, it's yeah. amazing. No, that show that the, that venue is insane every time because it's like a lot of times people, a lot of the audience go there because they're either diehard fans or they're just like, well, let's see what Kilby has. Cause we know Kilby always brings it. And yep. so I've, I've interviewed other bands where they're like, yeah, we showed up to Kilby Court and we were kind of mad with our booking agent that it was like, dude, you booked us like a little tiny shed that's like falling apart. It's got a terrible green room. And so yeah. it's funny when I saw that on there because I know like that. And then they're like, and then it was one of our most special nights on tour, like because yep. there's there's just a weird atmosphere there. So seeing it on there is 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 funny. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask because that's that's a that's kind of a crazy moment. But but I read that you started deal casino um when you lied about breaking your leg and took off and, and quit a job um yeah. i wonder what's one of the weird one of the craziest places that music's kind of taken you or a crazy story like that because because i've done a lot for a fake sick day i've had fake deaths i've had fake things oh, never yeah. fake broken arm because you can't or broken <laughs> leg because that's even more time like that's such a crazy excuse um yeah tell bad. me more from like and some crazy stuff from your from pursuing music um it's just you know it's it's non-stop because it's like i always like to compare it to if you're someone who plays music or just you know this is what you do it's i compare it to the way you see like a dog when it bites like you know when they do one of those like training things and the way it bites an arm and it's like there is nothing that you could do to get that dog off of that person it's just like this thing where it's like that's what that thing is made to do and it's gonna do it and like unless it's trained to stop, it's like, it won't stop. It's all one purposes. So it, that's what it kind of feels like. So in that, because it's like that, because it feels that way, you can get into a lot of strange scenarios because it's like, you're willing to drive down that sketchy road uh, to see if the hotel's down there. You're willing to, <laughs> you know, get to go to this venue. That's like, I don't know, you know the electricity could like kill us. Like, what's that? <laughs> you know, like you're, you're just so willing to do so much crazy stuff. I think because of that thing of like, but we get to play a show. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think about like basement shows I would play at Rutgers and it was like, dude, like right now thinking about that though, like, even after the show was over thinking about it immediately after it was like 
dude, if the fire broke out, like everyone was stuck. Like there was no way we were getting out of there. And it's just, it's like in any, and it's so funny because I'm so scared of like, like flying on planes is like biggest fear. Whoa. And like, yeah, like number one fear, like insane roller coasters. I hate all of it. It's all just like <laughs> insane to me. Like totally, like I don't understand how people do it. But um, it's it's just one of those things where with music though, like, and that's the funny thing. The only, the first time I went on a plane, I like had to go to California or we had to, we literally got asked to go on this tour last minute to in Europe. And I was like, Oh my God. And I saw the internal struggle of like, okay, like we, so we were friends with this band. They came into town for the night or whatever. And they were on their tour and whatever. They're like, come meet us out for a drink. We went out with them. And then it was like two, three in the morning, you know, everyone's having a great time. And next thing I know, they're like, we leave tomorrow for, our european tour like and we don't have an opener you guys should just like open and it was literally like we're sitting in new jersey like asbury park new jersey like this is insane <laughs> and we're like oh uh, yeah that would be really cool and they're like just like you can use our guitars and amps and stuff like just like pack a suitcase and let's go like we all had our passports and i was like all right so i went home at like three in the morning three thirty in the morning and like packed a bag and got on a plane <laughs> at like eight in the morning and landed in moscow russia for oh a changeover to go from there to germany and then we rented a car and i drove all through europe like it was just insane and and that was probably the craziest thing i ever did it for but it, again it's like if someone just said hey you want to just like you want to just like get on a plane and drive around europe you'd be like i'd be like no i don't want to do that i'm terrified of planes never mind like let's go over the atlantic ocean land in moscow russia and you know like it was just like absolutely insane and because music was the thing that was the like driving force of it i didn't even blink you know like i didn't even think twice and it's just like that's so scary how like yeah and i mean and that's why i think like artists musicians whatever are just like it's so infamous for having insane relationships with people like it's it's why it's so difficult to like you know maintain a normal situation of any sort because it's like people will go hey and, and that's honestly i always tell people like i not that i loved the pandemic but the pandemic was like somewhat a positive time period because it was like i wasn't insane anymore for staying in my basement on a weekend yeah. on a nice sunny day <laughs> and, I, and I, you know there was no more no one else was asking me let's go to the beach no one was saying hey we're going to this wedding it, it was none of that and i was like that's kind of I kind of love this, you know, and now that it's starting to pick up again, I'm like really noticing it where it's like regular people that don't have something like music or that they're obsessed with it or whatever, yeah. you know, they get done on a Friday and they're like, it's the weekend. Like, this is great. We can like blow off steam where I'm like, there is no difference between Monday and Friday to me at all. As far <laughs> as like where my head is at, if, if anything, the weekends are worse. Cause like I said, that's when people are around yeah, they're and they're like, Hey, yeah, it's like, dude, like going grocery shopping at, 2 p.m. on a Tuesday is one of the greatest things in the world that like I pray everyone gets to find out about you know before like you have to retire and you're older but literally like just just doing that is so you know that experience is like I, I love that world so like you just that's the thing though it's, it, it gets harder to relate to things or relate to people or experiences because like when you play a show when you when you turn down that road to go play at Kilby Court and it's like where am I whatever like that experience is so there's so much more detail and so much more like you could smell it and taste it and feel it 
so much more and, and more thoroughly than, um, you know, like, oh, we like went out to a bar this weekend. They're like, oh, we're going to another like party thing. And then you go to those party things and you're like, I mean, like, that's why I don't, I don't, I never like drank too much or did anything crazy like my whole life just because like I never got anything out of it that I was like, I need that feeling. I never had that. It was, I'm always like, <laughs> oh, everyone's drinking. Like, I guess I'll have to drink, whatever. But like, I've never been like, I could go the rest of my life easily if someone said, hey, alcohol is gone forever. And like every, I'd be like, that's fine. I don't really care because like, I, you know, anything is just going to be compared to the music thing, that music. feeling of like, yeah, playing a show. And it's just like, once you experience that, everything else just seems like kind of dull, like, cause you know yeah. that that exists. Like once you know it exists, that feeling, it's like very hard to become that excited about something else because you're like, but you want to because there's you know a gazillion other people who do yeah. because like the most of the mainstream like majority of the world is like hey this is what fun is we go out on a friday night and like <laughs> get wasted and like dance and whatever which is still obviously very fun but like it is like you know it's hard i'm in like i've written the best lyrics i've written when i'm like in those scenarios like standing yeah. in the middle of a bar where everyone is like oh we're done with our work week whatever and i'm sitting there like Oh, this is like I just thought of like a song idea. You know what I mean? Your mind's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. You all you need is 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 your basement basically, or just a place where you wherever you go basically you're you're focused yeah. on the music. Tell me, it it sounds like around the time it sounds like kind of the writing was on the wall, but yeah. music, but the pandemic kind of accelerated kind of the splitting of relationships with 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 your band. You mentioned it's hard to have mm-hmm. relationships um period as a musician but also just like you're then you're doing it with all the with it with a different group um yeah tell me what that's been like to be able to have you've had the time in the basement and then things were kind of you knew what was it like when you knew the band was going to end and then kind of deciding to kind of put yourself out there on your own it was like um you know it happened and it was one of those things where uh you envision something in the future in your life whatever being this exact thing and all those people were in that kind of like winner circle scenario um and then when that ends it's just one of those strange things where you're like your brain can't really process it because you're like no 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 that can't be possible that's always been like you know when you start a band in like eighth grade or whatever um you know you just like are like that's what it is it will be this you know um so it was such a clear thing that i always saw that for it to go away was like this obvious like well it's not so you, what are you gonna do now you know and it was it was like I went from like freaking out and literally this is in a period of like 24 hours or less and I was just like it felt like a limb was cut off where it was like that was always there what the hell am I supposed to do now I can't imagine anything without it and then the next day I woke up and I was like oh this is way better and this is what was always there this is like you know this was probably what was supposed to happen in a weird way yeah. um but you know again when you start something when you're in eighth grade you can very easily like um i explain it like how it's like if you like look down if you're walking in new york city you could walk so far because you're not there's nothing to measure what you're doing you're just like going and going and then you can look up and be like wow we're all the way over here how like geez how long have we been walking so it's it, it's kind of like that where i i think that's what happened it's like the pandemic again in a weird way was like this good thing to happen to the band and I think a lot of people in this scenario uh in that kind of scenario where it forces you to face yourself and you know all those things that were usually there to distract you are now gone so 
like I said, like no one's going to hit you up to go to the beach anymore. So it's okay to be in your basement. Like <laughs> things like that all got po- more positive for me. Like all the, like the pandemic happened and like everyone panicked. And I was like, what's everyone freaking out about? As far as like the music thing goes anyway, yeah. I'm, obviously like the world ending is kind of important too. <laughs> but um, it was like, oh, what a, what's everyone freaking out about? This is like nothing changed. Like I'm still going to go to work on songs and maybe even more now. That's great. Uh, you know, all right. So there's no shows, but like, that's kind of nice anyway. Like we can, you know, again, you can keep, we can keep working on stuff or whatever. And like, I didn't realize that it's like, okay, so the drummer, it's like without touring, it's like, well, what do I do? It's like, oh, we're going to go record. Okay. Oh, okay. But without recording, what do I do? Um, We're going to do an interview or we're going to do a music video. Okay. Well, what about with no interview, no music video? Like I watched how when your role, each of those roles that people had were taken away, like the built-in roles, that is like when those are gone, you better have something that you have built in yourself because like yeah. that's truly all you had to work with it during that time and it was like so that's why i don't think i felt any of that feeling of like oh what the hell is going on i don't know like what's my identity like what do i do it was very like oh this is almost nicer it's like quieter i can kind of focus more where i think everyone else lost their role and then that's what made all the true kind of kind of like personalities and and, and all the things rise to the surface was that it was like I don't know. I just think, you know, when you, when you're forced to face yourself, you're going to, you're going to have to eventually do what you want to do, which is like, all right, guys, I'm going to leave the band. Cause like, you know, maybe that was what you wanted to do a year ago, but it's like a normal, like, you know, romantic relationship where like people can stay together forever, but maybe it's because they had kids or maybe it's because they like got married young and like, or whatever. There's so many, or just because that's all they ever knew. Like there's so many reasons to just keep going and going with things. Um, so this was a like a, a force to like face yourself and like ask yourself, is it really what you want to do? And I think that's what everyone did. And um, so when that all kind of, when everyone kind of one by one was dropping out and it was just me, I had the same experience where it was like, is this really what you want to do? But it wasn't ever a question of, is this what you want to do? It was more like, um, it was more like, can you envision, did you, you never envisioned this any other way. Now what, you know what I mean? Uh, so once that was dealt with and I woke up that next day and was kind of like, oh, it, this is great. I'm exactly the same as I was day one in eighth grade uh, as far as what I want to do and everything. So like I did nothing changed for me. Um, so like it's going to be all right. Like, let's just keep making that make making songs. And like, you know, that's the other. it kind of does force you to like I just went down in the basement, like made songs like there was nothing else to do in order to like deal with it or like how am I gonna like you know what am I just gonna freak out about this and be like I gotta get the band back or whatever you know like I couldn't do that so it just it just kind of felt like it was a weird bittersweet thing for sure where it was like complete and utter like defeat um but because of that you have this weird you get this weird power of like well anything I do is just is going up so let me just you know whatever and it's like that's almost a great place to be (laughs) you know that like again with that pandemic like it kind of put everyone down to zero which was you know so terrible but also like I think it a lot of people were able to go I don't even really like my job or I live with them now I really have to live with this person do I really want to stay with them or you know all the you know and and it sounds like all negative things but it's like you know it's only I think all that stuff can is only positive because like it's 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 making things like unfold the way they're probably actually mm-hmm. supposed to you know what i mean um but it's just we never have things like a you know something that hits the brakes like that to force us to stop and actually think about what we're doing you know 
Well, well, I love this reaction because I mean, the pandemic was a very like lonely time for some people. Some people like let it kind of like just kind of sink into like, oh, like I don't have anything to do. And it became very just kind of isolated and, and alone. Yeah. And you took that time of you had a band that you've been in since eighth grade kind of go away, which would, I think, make things lonelier. But you kind of took that time and started just then focusing on yourself, which is great. And then but you were also sharing that that kind of intimate time of like where it is on on social media. And you had this big I mean, you were as it seems to me as you were writing the songs before they were some of them were even finished, they were already getting major traction and people loving them and wanting more and demanding more. I watched some of your pin ticked pinned tiktoks where people were just like come on when are we going to get more of this like, <laughs> yeah. like they just couldn't wait so tell me about the time when when also you were in this time of like where it's just you but then you opened it up to the world through through tiktok which you you blew up on tiktok crazy fast like what did you expect during that time like what was it like sharing those um that time of your life with people and also the crazy mm-hmm. incredible reception that it got uh, yeah, I mean, it was like one of those things where I would have never done that really with the band because like, that's not cool. And like, I didn't like the feeling of, you know, like I'm the singer, I'm going to go do my own like little videos and lead the way here. Like, you know, it's all about me. I hated that. Like in promo pictures, I would always be like, let me stand in the back. Like, because it was just me again, it was like, well, like, I guess I don't have to feel bad about like doing it because it's okay. It's just me. Like there is no one to say like oh what about us so it didn't feel like that um so i just went ahead and did it and again i was at that low point of like anything can help i guess like i'll let me try this and um it was easy to do because it was just you know play a song in my kitchen on acoustic guitar i was doing that anyway so (laughs) you know i I wasn't about to like go in on like making it look good or be funny (laughs) or anything i was like i'm just gonna do whatever and like that working was like it was one of those things man where like you once you let go and you kind of just go like whatever, like, and then things start going well or whatever you want to call it, or people take notice, it's kind of strange. You're just like, Oh, so that's, that's what it is. The key is almost like, if I don't squeeze so hard, it's like, I can actually like, it can breathe a little bit. It kind of felt like, and I was like, okay, so that's what I'm going to do. You know? And like, it started, that was a great first thing that happened that set the kind of tone for everything I was going to do after that. Um, I mean, even like choosing the name, like Joe P was like, that was at the end of trying to choose 1 million other cool names of like project names or band type cool Tame Impala, like a good project name. Everyone I said, like my manager or someone had something to say about it. It's like, "Eh, I don't know. It could be kind of taken as this, or it sounds like a, you know, like a rock thing or like a pop thing. Like, and I just got so frustrated was just like, you know what, whenever I'm going to, whenever I get in the zone where I'm kind of like, what I used to do with the band where it was like, you know, try really hard and try, try, try. It's like, I'm just going to stop and go like, okay, instead of trying to come up with a thing and be clever or be, you know, smart about something, whatever, let me just do the thing that is already there. And it makes the most sense. And is the truth. And is like, it can't be taken as good or bad, or I like it or don't like it. So when I just said like, you know what, go with Joe P because if someone doesn't like it, or does like it it doesn't matter because it just is that it's not like yeah. it's not open like if someone says something about it i can't feel bad i can't someone can't make fun of it because it's like 
oh, I don't I didn't even get to pick that name. That's just my name. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, and, and I kind of like, I feel like that's the way to stay, you know, kind of stoked about everything you do is just make it so that if you truly, you know, because everyone cares what people think about everything. So I think the best thing you can do is just everything you make or, you know, whatever, if you're an artist, anything you're creating or making, just do it in a way that you feel like that was the only option. It was the only thing in the tank that you could have put out there. And then no matter what people say, it might, you know, you might want people to like it still, obviously, or whatever, but you won't get that feeling of like, oh, I should have, damn, I knew I should have done this or I should have changed it. I haven't felt that in so long because it's like, I stopped doing that with the band. It could get a little like, oh, you know, I'm trying to include everyone. So like, I probably should have played the bass on this one part because I had a good bass idea, but like, you know, you're the bass guy, you play it or the drums or whatever that is. Um, and, you know, there's a million versions of that scenario. And it's like, with, now that it's just me, it does feel very like, there's nothing else I could have done. It was just me in my basement making the song. So like, <laughs> I when I turn around to look for a producer or whoever, like no one was there. So like, I can't blame them, you know? And I kind of love that feeling of like, you know, no matter what anyone says, I'd still just, you know, and that, that's why the way I work on things is very like finish something, you know, throw it in, like put it on Spotify, whatever. And like, I don't even listen to it or I don't look back. I'm just kind of like, let me move on to the next thing. Yeah. It's like, there's no information I can get from the response to that or whatever that's going to inform anything I do moving forward. So I, I need to be someone who makes things puts them out and then like you move on, you go. It's like having a conversation. You don't think what you're saying in a conversation. It's not a script. So, you know, and you don't, you're not going to go back and really like analyze every moment of a conversation you had. You're just going to look at the big picture of it maybe. Um, so I, I just kind of, you know, I'm trying to treat everything like that where it's just like, you know, just get it out. And as long as it, I feel at the end of it, that it's like, that was like all I could do. That is, you know, that's, you know, that's my voice. That's my, you know, that's how I think whatever like I couldn't have changed it you know then I'm I'm good on no matter what the outcome of it is and you know if it doesn't do well or if people don't like it or whatever rather than go crazy it's just like I'm already on to the next thing so I won't care yeah. too much about that I'm already trying to you know make a, a, a new splash with this other thing over here so like I'm, I'm good on that you know the moment of creating it was the part that I needed out of it the rest is like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I just think like comment sections and stuff, like there's no benefit to it. That's the other thing with TikTok that I learned. I was like, there's absolutely no benefit to reading comments, positive or negative, I think, because someone's saying, this is amazing. You killed it. This is so good. All that does, it might give you some confidence and that's always a positive thing for sure. But like still, then now you start relying on that yeah. as the source of what, why you do it and and how you do it and you know that you know it's it's not good for that you know you're, you're better off like always again just know that it's you know anything you do is based on yourself and what you had in the tank rather than like i really like that feeling of people saying they like this so i'm going to do more acoustic stuff now or like you know what i mean like it's and the worst part is you won't know it it's not even like you feel that feeling and then <laughs> go and do something and see yourself doing it it's like you just will do that. If someone, you yeah. know, if you feel good, it's going to make you, you know, you're going to go back to that feeling and want to get it again. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and it shine it really shines in what you do that you've been like doing it kind of 
with a more relaxed way of doing it. I, I, I laughed mm. reading about like, oh, like it's all done in my basement. So sometimes you'll hear like a water heater kick on, you'll see things. And like people have, have really gravitated towards that. And like when I was looking at, at Dill Casino, you guys were you guys were loved but you guys also, I was looking at your tour schedule. You guys were like truly like grinding it out, like working, like yeah. you were like the typical band that's just working so, so hard and like yeah. taking all the tours and doing this. So what's it been like where you're putting out a song where, where you're worried, can people hear the water heater? You're putting out stuff where, where it's been crazy. And then like the receptions, the reception's taken you to, like you premiered on Zane Lowe's show. You yeah, um, yeah. signed with Atlantic Records and got a record deal out of doing things like this. What, like, that's crazy. So what's been the difference where, where it's been focused on you and just what feels good to you personally? And like- yeah how crazy it's reaction been compared to like the, we're going to do a bunch of tour dates. We're going to, we're going to be in that van and go all across the yeah. country to venues like Kilby court or, or whatever. Right. I mean, it's just like that whole thing was just the instant, not instant necessarily, but it was just like immediate proof somewhat of like, let go. Like, just don't try so hard. Don't be so obsessed over, you know, success or whatever that is and that's when those things start to come to you a little bit is when you kind of just when you truly are being you know truthful and doing the art for yourself that's when other people like it and can relate to it you know people can't relate to someone who's trying to manipulate them they can't relate to that they just feel weird and they don't want that you know what i mean um and that's a strong word manipulate but still like when people feel like you did something I mean, people, the best artists are always the ones that we, we feel like they were like aliens, you know, we feel like they were just here and they had to do this thing and then they left. And it's like, that's the best, that's the coolest thing rather than the best artists usually don't cater to anyone or they, if anything, they go against what people want or whatever, because like, or they scare people or what they do is like too much or too little. And it's like, that's what I think um, just works. And I don't think you can curate it. I don't think you can. I'm not saying you wake up every day and you try to do that. I just think like anyone can do that. Anyone can be a great artist or whatever, because, you know, all that that means is that you 100% went through a whole day being like, I did what I had to do and wanted to do completely and entirely. Uh, and, and just like very like in a pure way. Um, and that's when people see it and they admire you for that. They think, that's what they, that's what everyone wants out of themselves anyway. So that's why we love music and art is because we can feel that feeling. And that's why when you hear a song that just kind of is about the same old craft and like, doesn't feel like it's coming from someone's like heart, heart and soul. It, it's like, it might be a dance pop song for a little bit, but there's, yeah. it won't, it won't connect that way. You know what I mean? So I think everything is, should be along those lines. So, yeah, I just think I kind of learned that like the less I, and obviously I'm still trying really hard like I'm still waking up every day and working on stuff and like I'm aware of like you know oh like you know I got signed to Atlantic so like that's a good thing I don't want to like you know lose that so what, what can I do to keep to keep things like that happening that's fun you know like so so of course anyone's human and, and is going to like be aware of that happening um, but it's also like if you get too aware of it you can start to like go against why it worked in the first place and you're, you're yeah. doing the opposite you know what I mean so, you know, now it's just more about reminding myself of like, is this really what you want? Like, you really like the way this mix sounds or, um, 
you know, or do you really, you know, want to play this show or whatever? Like, you know, everything still, I just check myself constantly in, in a way of like, you know, remember why the good stuff started happening in the first place, yeah. which was like, you weren't trying to get good stuff to happen. You were just like making songs and like totally yeah. being you for you for like, for your own amusement, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. like that, that dog biting on the thing. Like, it was just like, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just like, I do this, here I go, you yeah. know? So, you know, once you're aware that everyone, you know, like, oh, I like, you know, your voice. Oh, the way you're, this song, I really like it. You gotta be like, okay, do I like go make another song like that? Cause I like that feeling of people liking things. But that's the thing you, I think the key that I've done a pretty good job of is not, liking that feeling too much of seeing a comment that says you know i've been trying i've been quick to check myself and be like of course that feels good but like realize that that only feels good because like anything like that feels good if anyone says good job or i like this or whatever it's going to be a good thing that's how that feels um has nothing to do with the creative process though like yeah. make sure you separate that at all times and like you know that will come based on you not caring about that feeling coming to you you know so yeah, yeah it's just all of let, it's just letting go i think letting go but working hard you know that's really, really. yeah well and with all the good that's come i i wondered if you like have you have you heard from the guys from the band like what's their reaction been i imagine that's like a complicated yeah. relationship yeah yeah it's strange um i mean so the drummer chris literally drums on everything still i talk to him every 10 minutes about you know a mix and like he's <laughs> essentially like a producer at this point um so he's all good um and then joe c is in the band like he still plays with me yeah. um so i'm like pulling him out of his desk job life and like <laughs> it's it's really really funny um but so he's still he was here last night recording and stuff so he's all good it's really just the one who i was the best friends with uh john it was, it was probably the most estranged right now but that makes the most sense because it's like the most was invested yeah right there so it was the most biggest deal when it was over like that's it yeah. was just it's a class so i'm like whoever i was best to have friends with usually is like that the relationship gets better or worse you know in in tandem with that yeah yeah well well thank you for for talking on that um yeah. and then and then of course like after signing with atlantic you release uh emily can't sing your debut ep yeah. with them um which is great and like i think the lyrics shine on on so many of the songs but there's also a lot of experimentation in in the music tell me what that's been like as you you put together that ep there's a lot of experimenting with different sounds and things and you mentioned still things that you're listening to with the recordings on on where you envision this going but what's been the experimentation of of joe p as a, as a project and like where do you anticipate this this going after after some of the early kind of um what people have been saying early early reaction um yeah i mean the exper it's funny because like the experimenting was really like it was truly experimenting more in the sense of like uh you don't have all of these tools that were normally here like the people in the band uh like you don't have that anymore so it was it didn't even feel like experimenting it was more just like seeing what's actually just here alone what's like <laughs> what what naturally comes out so it's kind of funny. And now I actually probably should start experimenting because now I have to like, okay, I see what's all there. I see what's like the ingredients are that I have to work with. Um, so let me see how I can, you know, mess with them a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's been cool. Just even just the mindset of it's just me. So I can, you know, 
there's something about being a solo artist where like with a band like the strokes or radiohead or something like you're gonna have this thing of like you know there's a sound that you relate to them and whatever but i kind of love the thing of like the sound of a solo artist again it, it puts you closer to that world of like anything they do is their sound because it's just them and especially in my case because it's like a tame impala situation where it's just me recording everything yeah um so you know it, it's it's kind of like um it gives me this freedom to feel like I can just do anything and it's always going to fall into the funnel of like, Oh, I'd made it. So it sounds like me. Um, so that's, that's been nice for experimenting because it's like, you know, I wouldn't normally put a piano on a song because like there's no piano player in the band, but now I'm like, <laughs> but now I'm like anything I record that's more than one thing is technically like not possible. So <laughs> no one cares about that, I guess. Let me just go crazy, you know? So I just been like, you know, anything that works per song, like the song really does tell you what it wants on it and doesn't want on it. Um, so I'm just kind of reacting to whatever song I write mainly. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. And, and what's, what, what's some of the new music? Is there anything you can talk about with new music or anything that's upcoming? Yeah. Um, what do I have? I mean, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, there's some heavier stuff happening. Um, nothing crazy, but a little more like rockier kind of stuff. It's still, you know, three and a half minute songs for the most part is always what I'm trying to do. Um, and redoing some old songs like Gil Casino songs that awesome. I've had. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's a bunch, I'm, there's new stuff every day. And that's the good thing about the TikTok world is that it kind of like forces <laughs> me to keep trying ideas out. And then I'm, people are like, I like that. And I'm like, I guess I should work on that. You know, so I'm always out. just kind of, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, 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 we'll see per song what's going to actually sound like. But it's all starting to come together. The few I've been making recently where it's like our sound is coming together. And like, you know, it's it sounds like an album almost or something. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I don't want to keep you too long. I'm, I'm keeping some questions off to the side for the next time okay. we talk. Um, but I, I end this, I end every interview of the podcast with five quick questions. And so okay. um, the first one is just, if you had to choose between breakfast food, lunch food, or dinner food, you can only have food from each meal group. So only breakfast, only lunch, or only dinner, which mm -hmm. meal group would you choose? Oh, um, uh probably breakfast i mean like breakfast kind of just always works i mean i'm in new jersey and diners are great <laughs> totally and like you know what i mean so like you can always make something work like that in a diner like at any time it just tastes great so yeah i'd probably go breakfast definitely. that's yeah. my answer too and i always say it's the, it's the one you gotta go with because there's people yeah who do they do pizza for breakfast like a cold pizza i would heat it up a little bit but people do steak and eggs so you don't miss yeah. out on anything except for salad no. so unless you're a yeah. big salad guy um yeah uh, number two is your go-to karaoke song. Let's get it on, Marvin Gaye. I always have to do that. <laughs> I the go. most ridiculous because it's so ridiculous. Because it's, like, like, <laughs> no, it's like I don't want to do a song where I can actually sing, and then it's like, oh, this guy can really sing. This yeah. is so lame. So I sing a song that's way too amazingly difficult to sing, so that I sound bad, and it's like the best. I love it. Well, next time we talk, I need to talk because you I read that you used to say you sucked at singing. So I want to hear about yeah. that in, in our next Sorry, conversation. Yeah. Um, number cool. number three is guilty pleasures you have while on tour. Uh, guilty pleasures on tour. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's not even any such thing as guilty pleasures anymore. Everything's, all, everything's okay. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. On tour, 
it's just driving and listening to podcasts of sorts and uh what is that i mean just eating way too many pringles outside if that's about because pringles. pringles are back yeah. so what, what pringle flavor i go original i'm original on almost every oh. flavor of any flavor original yeah i we're 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 alike in our food choices it seems okay good um, good good number four is if you could have an ep from a band that's not currently together who would you choose oh wow that's amazing gotta be the beatles there you I mean, go. They're that's dead, but you know. no, that's a good one. No, that's a good one. That's a common. Um, and and how can you not choose them? Uh, number five is an interesting guest that you recommend I have on the Road Trip Playlist podcast. Huh. Wow. And it's always music musicians. Um, typically, but I mean, I'm down to. I can switch it up. Wow. Uh, I don't. Damn, I don't know. I really love. Trying to think of people on TikTok now that are just funny <laughs> or something. Um, ah, shit, this is tough. Uh, musician, musician, musicians on TikTok. Um, oh, wow. Damn, I don't, what is this one girl's name? She's so good. There's this one like folk singer on TikTok. Oh, I want to remember her okay. name right now. She's, she's really good though. Um, oh, I'm going to find her name and send it to you. Because I wanted okay. that. Okay, but she's good. she's very good. Yeah, she's very good. I'll, I'll have to remember the name. Yeah, perfect. Well, yeah, she's great. Well, that wraps it up again. I can't wait to to see you again in a show. I can't wait to talk to you again. Um, I'm really looking forward to everything that happens in your career because it's. Dude, uh, thank you. I'm excited. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. And thanks for doing this. This is awesome. No, yeah. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you, Gabby. Appreciate the time. Uh, thank you for making time. That's our episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Road Trip Playlist podcast and the interview that I did with Joe P. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out his music if you haven't already. I'm very excited this week to have two episodes of the podcast. We're doing our first bonus episode ever. Um, It has something to do with Lollapalooza and the time that I spent there. And I did a special interview um, that just with our, I have so many, I have so many interviews in the bucket that I'm just going to release one as a bonus for everyone to listen to early, and that will come out this weekend. It's a fun interview. I'm excited to share it with all of you. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you enjoy having two episodes. It will be three episodes in one week's time because next week we will have the release of another episode with an interview that I did with Kings Elliot, which was another really fun one. And so there's a lot of good episodes coming. Don't forget to share, subscribe, review, all those things with the podcast and to help continue to find your new favorite music and listen to the the stories behind it.